Listener Production. Is Bitcoin destroying the planet? I'm Dr. Sophie Calabretto, and this is The Science Briefing, a podcast about the science of everything. There are now thousands of cryptocurrencies, Ethereum, Dogecoin, weirdly, there's even one called Cosmos and no connection to Cosmos magazine, unfortunately. But one cryptocurrency has been facing a lot of flack recently, but not for the reasons you might think. Today, I talked to Cosmos magazine journalist Petra Stock about Bitcoin and how the world's most famous cryptocurrency could be spewing out huge amounts of carbon into the atmosphere and if there's any way we can stop it. So Petra, the idea that cryptocurrencies have a carbon footprint seems like maybe a bit of a funny concept. I don't think I really know how to process that. I think it's worth remembering that a lot of the things we do online, whether it's playing online games, streaming shows, all of those activities do involve resource extraction and energy use for things like building, empowering the technologies, servers, cooling, and so on. So those activities are creating emissions, even if we don't see it. And so the idea that this sort of disembodied, ephemeral, electronic coin has a carbon footprint is a bit of a weird one to wrap your head around. But to be honest, it's not such a crazy concept when you dive a bit deeper into it. So let's talk about the environmental criticisms directed at this cryptocurrency in particular, and that is Bitcoin. Bitcoin is probably the most well-known cryptocurrency out there. And one of the main criticisms is around the idea that Bitcoin requires a huge amount of power to run or to exist, really. A major part of why that's the case is the underlying technology it uses called blockchain. Right, so run us through this, Petra. How does Bitcoin, a currency that doesn't physically exist in the world, use so much power? Okay, well, the answer to that is it does physically exist. What? (laughs) Instead of, say, a bank which stores financial transactions in a centralised way, Mm -hmm. Bitcoin and its underlying technology blockchain works by using this massive global network of computers. The use of that computing power and electricity is actually intrinsic to how the system records each and every transaction you make. All of that requires huge amounts of computational power. And the reason the Bitcoin boom is consuming so much energy is down to the computing power needed to solve mathematical puzzles known as Bitcoin mining. Right. Which involves these computers basically competing to solve equations, and that's how they encrypt each transaction. And there are some pretty wild estimates out there for how competitive these computers get. One estimate is that Bitcoin mining computers make more than 150 quintillion attempts every second to solve these equations. 150 quintillion every second? Petra, how do we even start to wrap our heads around something that large? I know, right? So quintillion means there are 18 zeros or a million trillion. So do with that what you will. (laughs) Based on the number of zeros, you can start to piece together how this could be guzzling a truckload of energy to try and power making those 
million trillion attempts every second. Every second. And look, in terms of just how much power, there are some estimates for this. And I want to emphasize these are just estimates. They're not confirmed numbers. Mm-hmm. They come from a guy called Alex de Vries. Alex is a Dutch researcher and also founder of Digiconomist, which is an online platform that looks at the unintended consequences of digital trends, usually from an economic perspective. Okay. Alex has estimated Bitcoin's global electricity use is now equivalent to that of the entire country of the Netherlands, with an annual greenhouse gas pollution of around 63 million tonnes of carbon dioxide. Petra, that is massive! And then on top of that, unfortunately, the waste and environmental footprint of Bitcoin goes beyond how much power these mining computers use because obviously computing equipment also has a short shelf life, so it's likely there'll be huge amounts of electronic waste. Yeah, that's that's a pretty mind-blowing thought. I mean, I never thought that mining Bitcoin could be so wasteful and just generally problematic. It's worth pointing out, though, that not all cryptocurrencies use this energy-intensive blockchain, and some are even promoting the use of renewable electricity, saying they use it to power their operations. So then, Petra, bringing it back to Bitcoin, if it's so criticised for its environmental impact, why even use this technology at all? Well, advocates see the blockchain technology as one of Bitcoin's key selling points. Blockchain allows you to make the transactions without commercial banks acting as intermediaries, as well as its decentralized nature. It's basically banking without the big banks. As one expert I spoke to says, there's no CEO, there's no marketing department. Cryptocurrency is unregulated. There's no one you can call and complain about the service. It's a truly decentralized network of computers. But skeptics say a drawback and for me this seems pretty major is that the value of cryptocurrencies is largely speculative your bitcoins or other cryptocurrencies have no official value right if you're using official currency let's say australian dollars whether that's cash or digital money you have some protection If a big bank goes down in Australia, the government guarantees deposits of up to $250,000. So you'll recover some money. Sure. If a cryptocurrency goes down and you've invested your retirement savings, well... Mm. So all of these pros and cons and the fact that cryptocurrency just isn't regulated has led to some people calling for more regulation. Okay, so let's explore this. What do some of those conversations around regulating crypto look like? There's a few things I think are worth mentioning. For one, Australian Treasury in December last year invited feedback on a consultation which will basically look at including a framework for regulating crypto service providers. And a report from the University of New South Wales has made some suggestions about how we can help consumers to better understand the risks. For one, consumers should be a regulatory priority because they're the most vulnerable when these cryptocurrencies crash. One option that report said would be requiring information disclosures for cryptocurrencies. 
basically providing some basic information like an explanation of the underlying technologies, any technical risks, the degree of decentralization, who owns stakes, and who knows, maybe that could even include information about environmental impacts. But whether or not regulating crypto actually sticks, that's kind of a watch this space situation. And the other note is for all of cryptocurrencies relying on blockchain, especially Bitcoin, unfortunately, it doesn't look like tighter regulation would do much to mitigate the environmental impacts that come with the ever-increasing computing power needed. Petra Stock is a science journalist for Cosmos magazine. You can read more of Petra's reporting by heading to cosmosmagazine.com. And hey, if you like the show, don't forget to subscribe. You can download the Listener app to listen for free or catch us wherever you listen to your podcasts. The Science Briefing is produced by Listener and the Royal Institution of Australia. This episode was produced by Jake Morecambe, mixing by Darcy Thompson. I'm Dr. Sophie Calabretto. Catch you next time. Listener.